What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. And this week we did it. It is episode 100, 100 episodes. And to celebrate this momentous occasion, we're having ribs. Uh, Simpsons reference there for my friends. No, we are talking Halo, specifically Halo 2, and the insane circus of insanity that was the Halo 2 launch all those years ago. If you guys remember, it was fucking crazy. And I was pretty torn on what game I wanted to cover here for episode 100. I, I wanted something big. I wanted something that was pretty historic in the gaming world and something that was special to me, frankly. And uh, I started kicking ideas around around episode 90. And the two games that I was kicking back and forth in my head were Halo 2, obviously, and Super Mario Brothers, the original one. And as you can tell, we decided to go with Halo 2. Uh, some of you have asked. Actually, Stupid Monkey pointed it out on Instagram today when I revealed the hint for the show. Uh, we they where and when are we going to cover Super Mario Brothers? The original Super Mario Brothers, the inspiration for the logo and everything. Uh, eventually, I promise. I've forgotten about it. I have a plan for it. Basically, that I decided upon when I decided to cover Halo Two today. Um, I'm almost not sure what to say about Super Mario Brothers. Like it's it's the most important video game of my life. I'm sure it's the most important video game of a lot of your lives. It's probably the most important video game ever made. Uh, my phone is ringing and it's a comedy booker. I should really take that because I could use the the money. But no, this is episode 100, damn it. And he doesn't listen to the show. He's not going to know I ignored his call to talk to you guys. Uh, so eventually we are going to talk about Super Mario Brothers, I promise. But today we're going to focus on Halo 2. My pal Tyler is here. And before we get into that, you guys know I'm going to do some house cleaning. Um, and I got a little bit to do this time. I don't know how long this is going to go. If you don't want to listen, you can go into the description box, but I have some thank yous. Uh, I want to just thank all of you guys for the show. And then I have a little bit of news I want to touch on. And then I'm going to quickly go over what I've been playing and then we're going to get into the show. So I wouldn't skip. Oh yeah. And I'm going to reveal who want to switch light in about 30 seconds. So just don't go anywhere. Just listen to the whole thing. It's episode 100. Come on. We all earned this. All right. So I'm going to give some thank yous. I'm going to suck this show's dick a little bit because it's going to be two years before I get another double zero episode I can do. So we're going to have some fun today. Uh, first off, we're giving away a Switch Lite. If that's not a good start to the show, well, I don't know what the fuck is. Uh, I've been hyping it up for weeks and the moment is here. This thing was paid for by our Patreon supporters here at the show. So thank you guys so much for doing that. I'm glad I was able to give something back to one of our listeners. Uh, I wish I could give you all one, but if I'm not rich, and even if I was rich, I probably wouldn't be able to find that many switches. So uh, I'm going to post the video uh, as well. You can find a link to it in the description of the podcast, or it's going to be posted on all of our social media feeds as well at member the game on Twitter and Instagram, or look for us on Facebook. Uh, so if you want to watch it without knowing who wins, pause this, go watch it right now. It's only like a minute and a half long. You can, it's a spinning wheel. You can see who won. I'm not doing the big draw or anything, uh, but I'm going to tell you who won in three, two, one, Corey. Congratulations. I don't know your last name. I don't know exactly where you live. I really don't know much about you. All I know is that you seem to be a nice guy. You've been a loyal supporter of the show for months. I believe you work in a gaming store. And uh, now you're the new owner of a beautiful Canadian turquoise Switch Lite. So congratulations, man. I will shoot you a message on Patreon later today. Thank you to everybody that entered, either by supporting the show over on Patreon or by emailing in and answering our trivia question. Like I said, if I could hook you all up, I would. I really appreciate it. I'd like to do another giveaway down the road. But I can't do them every month. Sorry about that. You guys, if you've been listening to the show for any regularity, you know I got in some trouble. I kind of had to bend the rules, but whatever. We got this one done. Good enough. Congratulations, dude. And thank you to everybody that entered. Um, 
Speaking of everybody that supported the show over on Patreon, we are breaking our record for supporters literally daily right now. And I don't know if that was just people signing up in the build-up to the Switch deadline, giveaway deadline entry thing. Probably, maybe it was. But hopefully a bunch of you stick around. I feel like I'm giving you guys a half-decent product. It's only 2 bucks If you sign up, it's $2 a month. You get access to our weekly Patreon-exclusive show expansion pass. You also get to suggest games for upcoming episodes of the show. Our Patreons vote in a monthly poll to pick which of those games will win. Uh, this month's poll did just end, FYI, but you can still get in on next month. You can submit questions and comments for the Q&A episodes, and I think beginning next week, I'm going to start reading one every week as well, uh, and you have the access, to, you have the ability to send those in, and you get a shout-out on our show, just like the following people. If I had it queued up and ready to go, all of our new Patreons, Fraser Burns, oh no, wait, I did you last week, sorry, Fraser, you already got your shout-out, Alex Martinez, April Sane, Nick Sills, Vladstein, Kyle Paul, Mark 209, Nine, Desert Tortoise, Joe Mack, Casey Rarick, welcome back. And then some of our older Patreons as well, including Dave McGee, Doug Dorn, Dustin L, Evan Refuse, Eric Kennard, hope I said that right, Gary C, James Clark, Jason Adams, Jeffrey Mathis, Joe Buck, Joe Gillespie, John Taylor, Josh Morgan. A couple of things. We're getting too many people. I don't know. I might have to cut it back to you get like maybe one month. I just one episode a month. I do all the shout outs. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep doing it this way. And I'm, I'm going to beg you guys, beg you. You paid to be on Patreon. You can do whatever you want. Please stop changing your names because I'm trying so hard to figure out who I've given shout outs to and who's who. And I can't see who you were when you change your names. And I don't know who the fuck you are. So if you want to tell you what, if you want to change your Patreon name, I don't care if you change it every week. If you think it's funny to do, fucking give her, just please shoot me a message and tell me who you were so that I can keep it in my records. That would really help me out. So two bucks a month going to get you all that stuff. Like I said, you get expansion pass. This is going to be a little bit longer plug, but that's because I'm explaining the perks. Fuck, just, it's my, it's, I earned this. Just, I'm going to talk. Uh, you get expansion pass. Last week was about retro game preservation, save states, ROMs, emulators, and the use of retro games in 2020. Uh, this week, I wasn't sure what to do. I wasn't sure what I was going to do for an episode, but here's the thing. I have literally spent about 12 to 15 hours a day over the last few days working on our new website, rememberthegamepodcast.com. Hopefully, it is up by the time you hear this, but I'm recording this at almost 8 p.m., Tuesday night here at Edmonton, and then I still have to keep working on the website afterwards, so I don't know. It'll be ready in the next couple of days, but anyway, I've been working on the website, and part of that is going over every game that we've covered over the last 100 episodes, uploading them. There's a lot of memories. I forgot some of the games that we had covered, so I think what I'm going to do on this Sunday's expansion pass is rank every game that we have covered. Uh, I'm not going to do a huge in-depth review on every game because there's almost 100 games in there and you guys, you can go listen to whatever episode you want to hear the what I think of the game in more detail. But I'm going to just sort them out. I'm going to rank every game, go over some memories and just look back on the last 100 episodes of the show. So that's the plan for this Sunday's episode. And like I said, the Patreon poll just ended. Final Fantasy for the NES came out on top. I did not expect it to be Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I don't think most people did. But Your Wish is my command. An episode about Final Fantasy will be popping up here in the next month or so. Uh, and for some of you, I know some of you were disappointed that San Andreas didn't win or if any other game didn't win a poll over the last four or five months and you were upset about it, they are all going to be covered eventually, I promise, as I need them to fucking keep the show going. So you're going to get episodes about them eventually, but Final Fantasy won this month's poll. It's going to get the, the props. It's going to get up there first. So 
Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, quickly, I, I meant to tell you guys, I ran the listener poll over on our show. Not our Patreon game poll, but just a free, quick listener poll, seeing what you guys think, what you guys would like to change about the show, what you'd like to add to the show. I will share the results with you guys soon, but it turns out that the company that I hosted the poll through locked most of the responses behind a fucking monthly paywall that I did not know was going to be there. Uh, and it's not cheap. So I am going to pay eventually to see the answers. Uh, and then when I do, I'm probably going to post a second poll with a few more questions to get my money's worth because that one capped at 10. But thank you all for voting on that. I really appreciate your feedback. It's very good. And there's a lot of nice comments in those feedback or in the polls as well. So that was really nice of you guys. Thank you. Um, and that's a great segue to the thing I really wanted to get out of the way here before we get into a little bit of the news. And that is thank you. Thank you all for listening to the show. Um, and I, and I know I say it a lot, but like, really you guys, like a ton of podcasts don't make it to episode hundred. Most of them don't even make, a lot don't even make it to like episode 10, much less episode hundred. And usually that's because the host quits. One of the hosts gets fed up. Uh, I've done that before with my podcasts and the hosts usually quit because people aren't listening and people aren't supporting the show. It is fucking so tough to start a podcast without a following if you're not famous or you don't have an audience from somewhere else. It is so hard to get noticed in the global podcast scheme because there's so many fucking podcasts. Uh, but that hasn't been the case here. That has not been the case. We have been noticed. Listen, you guys are fucking awesome. And I know, like I rant about the internet and the shitty people that are on it every week. I, I talk about it to my friends and my girlfriend or my dog fucking every day. I hate the internet. I hate social media. But somehow we have managed to group together hundreds of people and none of you suck. Or if you do, you haven't sucked me. You're sucked with me or whatever. You get what I'm trying to say. You Like seriously, I say it every week, but none of you seem like pieces of shit. You are all nice people. And it seems like our downloads keep going up every week too. You guys are fantastic. I've made friends across Canada. I've made friends in the United States. I've made friends on the other side of the world over in Europe and in Australia and just like I can't thank all of you, but like on the first episode of this show, one of the first things I said was, I don't know if anyone will even listen to this. And I would have been happy with a hundred downloads an episode. If I had gotten to there, it would, that would seemed in unfathomable to me, a hundred downloads an episode. We're seeing thousands around the planet, you guys. I don't care that we're not the biggest retro game podcast on the internet, because as far as I'm concerned, we're just not the biggest yet. We are going to be there. I am sure of it, okay? Because we have an awesome community here that pushes this show, and I'm going to keep talking, and I'm going to keep swearing if you guys want to keep listening to it. So sincerely, whether you've listened since day one, or this is your first episode, whether you support us on Patreon, or all you do is share our posts, or you just listen to us alone like a weirdo, if you've ever left us a good review... Thank you. I'm truly, sincerely thankful. I'm fucking proud of this podcast. Um, frankly, I'm as proud of what we have built here as I am of anything I have done in 36 years on this planet, uh, except maybe my comedy career. And quite frankly, I might be more proud of this about my comedy career because comedy is fun, but video games are sincerely my passion in life. And you guys make it possible for me to sit here and talk about them every week. So thank you all so much to all the friends that I have made, to everyone I interact with on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, on the Patreon, fucking whatever. You to all my close personal friends that have backed the show and in some cases invested on our Patreons to help me. Thank you. Um, and I just quickly to all the people that have taken time out of their lives to come on the show, be it coming over to my house or calling me 
uh, they've done research. Some of them have bought video games to play just to review them here on the show out of their own pocket. I haven't paid them. I haven't paid for their shows or anything like that. Um, I've done 100 episodes of the show. Three of them I've done alone. The other 97, I've had a guest. And I have more already banked. Um, And as much as I don't mind doing it alone, it is so much more fun when I get to do it with my friends. So thank you guys all so much. And I want to give a very specific and proper shout out to everyone that's appeared on this show over the last 100 episodes, which include David Ray, Andre, I don't know if you all want your last name said. Some of you, I, I know you by your first and last name. So David Ray, Andre, Tyler, Miklos, Bradley McHugh of the Movie Epidemic Podcast, my pal Chris, Patrick, Brad Warren, Dan and Rob, my two oldest friends, to Darren, Kevin Light, Christopher DeJuric, Kyle Shaw, Kyle Paul, Ty Brandt, Ethan, to my nephew Ben, and last and certainly least, former Remember the Game Hall of Famer, Mark Tholomew, Mark McHugh. Thank you guys so much for backing the show, helping me out, coming on, doing everything you guys do to help me. You guys are fucking rad. That's it. What are we at? 12 and a half. That's pretty good. If I throw in the music that's going to go in before this, so we're about 14 minutes into the show, and that's all the personal dick sucking I'm going to do. Now we're going to get into the news and then talk Halo 2. So thank you guys so much. You're the best. Uh, quickly, on the news. Sony, more Sony news. If you didn't know, they were going to drop PlayStation 5 information last week, and we were all excited, and then they canceled it uh, out of respect to what's going on in the world, to the, to the protesting, to the changes that are going on in the world right now, which are fucking critical. They had to happen. I'm glad they're happening. I support that they're happening. It was a classy gesture by Sony. Anyone that's coming out saying it was just a PR move, you're probably right, but that's not the point. The point is it was the right thing to do and they fucking did it when they didn't have to. So tip of the old ball cap to Sony. Uh, They have announced that June 11th, they are rescheduling it. We are going to get PlayStation 5 news now. Pretty exciting. I was excited last week. I'm fucking excited again. I think they want to get out there before Microsoft has their next presentation just to kind of get out in front and at least, I don't want to say stop the bleeding because I don't know if Sony's bleeding yet, but I do think... If this is a boxing match, Microsoft has had Sony in the corner and they've been wailing on him for about two minutes. And I think Sony wants to come out land a couple punches before the end of the round. That was a fucking solid analogy. So pretty excited about it. I don't think we're going to see pricing. I don't think we're going to see a release date yet. I think we're just going to see some games, some features, stuff like that. Uh, Sony and Microsoft seem to be playing chicken as far as announcing their prices and their dates first. They're kind of, I just, I don't, I can't imagine Sony blinking the first time they give us information. Uh, but we'll see. Somebody's got to eventually. One of them's, it's not like they're going to come out at the same fucking time and just be like, okay, on three, you tell them how much it is. And then it's like one, two, Three, four, ninety-nine. Like it's that's not what's gonna happen. Like one of them's gonna have to reveal it first. So I just don't think it's gonna happen yet. But I don't care. I'm excited. Fucking, we're gonna see some information. We're gonna see some games. Fuck yes, stuff is starting to reopen here in Alberta. So hopefully I can pick up some comedy gigs over the next few months, and I can afford to buy one of those bad boys in the fall because I can't fucking wait. And another very much less exciting news I wanted to touch on Sega. If you guys remember last week, there was some big announcement coming. I had talked about it. I had addressed some of the rumors. They were saying, what if there's a Dreamcast Mini coming out? What if they're working with Microsoft? What if Sonic is going to be in Halo? Because fucking Microsoft bought Sega and it's going to be the biggest merger in the history of video games. Turns out it's some stupid cloud arcade thing and tiny Game Gears. Yeah, 
yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like it's like it's like wah wah. Uh, apparently, they want to do some streaming with arcade machines. Like you're gonna be able to stream games on your arcade machines, which I guess in Japan is maybe a big deal because Sega is a big deal over there, and arcades are still kind of big thing over there. But I really don't care here. But we'll see. See, you know, I'm always just like just because I don't care doesn't mean it's not gonna be big. But we'll, I mean, I think that seems to be the general consensus, but we'll see what they do. Um, and then as far as these Game Gears go, they release Game Gear Minis. And like, here's the thing, and I want to state this. This could be cool if it was done right. If they had released a Game Gear Mini filled with Sega Genesis games, nobody cares about Game Gear games. If you had filled it up with Genesis games and made it like, like I'm holding my iPhone right now. If you had made it the size of an iPhone, that would be cool. I would probably buy that. That'd be pretty rad. But these things are like an inch and a half big. They fit in the palm of your hand. They're like 60 bucks. They have four games on them. They look like they're going to be too small to play. Half of them have like RPGs, like Shining Force on them. I don't even think you're going to be able to read the font or anything. I just, I don't get it. I do not get how they think this is a good idea. Uh, 60 bucks for four games too is fucking ridiculous. I paid 100 for my Sega or my Genesis Mini over there with like 40 games on it. My buddy Chris... Uh, said he's seen people online calling them Sega butt plugs, which is fucking awesome. Uh, but it's pretty disappointing. What can you do? Like I mentioned last week, none of the big news reporters seem to be picking it up, and that raised some flags to me. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe Microsoft will announce something with them next month at their presentation. Maybe there's still some big news coming. Maybe Sonic will still show up in Halo. That's not going to happen, but we'll see. I, who knows? Um Way to go, Sega. Fuck yeah, way to go. Uh, good enough. That's it. There'll be more news next week, I promise, when we have PlayStation 5 information and stuff like that. What have I been playing over the last seven days? And then we're going to talk Halo 2. I have not been playing very much. I've spent most of the week working on the website, actually. Uh, but I have been playing a little bit of Medieval on my PlayStation Classic. My, or so I shouldn't say it that way because that gives away how I'm playing it. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Medieval uh via a i just i've been playing it uh runner up of last month's patreon poll it's not bad uh we'll be recording an episode on that here in the next few weeks i've already got it lined up so you guys will be getting an episode on that soon and i've jumped back into witcher 3 on my switch um i want to finish that game so bad because i'm really captivated by the story in the world it's just so fucking big like it borderline gives me like anxiety because there's so much to do but it's freaking awesome. I love that game. I think it's gorgeous. The side quests aren't boring. The story's fascinating. I am eventually going to finish it. Um, and I've been playing a little bit of Smash Brothers too. I don't know why I went back to that, but I, I'm terrible at Smash, but it's fun. I, it's, I'm in this weird spot where I'm just kind of waiting for Last of Us 2 and it's like a week and a half away and I don't want to get invested in another game and then get halfway through and then have Last of Us come out and then drop whatever I was doing to play Last of Us. So I'm just kind of treading water but witcher 3 has kind of been my go-to the last few days so uh good enough let's get into halo let's talk halo 2 episode 100 here remember the game anyone that was playing halo when this game came out remembers what a fucking zoo the release of this game was i don't remember a big event like a big game release like this prior to halo 2 i'm not saying there wasn't one but i don't remember like now it's normal but back then this was a huge thing the big midnight launch everyone was excited to get their hands on halo 2 and what's awesome about it is it lived up to the hype it lived up to so much fucking hype you guys i have great memories of the build-up to the game i have great memories of playing the game and talking about the game i replayed it recently it still holds up it's awesome i think it's the best halo campaign that there is and i'm going to tell you why right now with my buddy tyler i'm going to cue some kick-ass music 
and we are going to talk Halo 2, which originally released in North America on November 9th, 2004. Kick back, relax. Thank you for making the show what it is, and I hope you all enjoy episode 100 of Remember the Game. Here we go. This is this is it, big 100. Unless something has gone terribly wrong, and joining me via the power of the cellular telephone device is a longtime podcast supporter, guest pal, former coworker Tyler Seborin. I know that's not how you say it, but that's how I'm going to say it. Uh, how's it going, Tyler? Really good, really good. You forgot a uh, uh, secret love interest, but that's oh right. yeah, well it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> secret so, so we're talking Halo Two. And uh, I'm excited about this for a multitude of reasons. One of them is because I played through it on the Master Chief Collection, like, I don't know, a couple oh, months I'm, ago. I'm so ripped off by that. And I didn't realize you were playing it on the PC version, so you don't have... How the fuck do you guys not have Halo 2? So what does it have? Just I, Halo? Like, just the first Halo, one? Halo, Halo, uh, uh, the ODST, and Reach. But you don't have and Halo 2 it. yet. They, it doesn't have Halo 2 or Halo 3 yet. They're like, it's coming soon. Well, that's and what you... I had, uh, Go ahead. I had a heck of a time installing it. Like, way to go, Microsoft! You, I hate that company. Bungie like was smart to distance himself from Microsoft. Well, that's what you PC guys get. Because on my Xbox, they're all just sitting right there, and they're beautiful and ready to play. And ha ha. Anyway, I think it's because uh, they never ported them, and it probably has to do with time to port them over. I don't. Oh, know, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm it, sure. And like, and I, and I do remember when the Master Chief Collection originally launched. I didn't play it, but I remember it being just a tire fire. And now they've fixed yeah. it, and now it runs really good. So I get that maybe they're like, "Yeah, we can't fuck that up again. We'll take our time and and make them count." So, but so and then like to get ready for the podcast, I was like, "Okay, well, I'll go to trust the old YouTube, and I'll uh, I'll I'll just watch some videos." So I watched like a uh, all the new cinematics from the remaster, and was like, "Wow, yeah, dude. this looks amazing. It looks dope." And I didn't realize like Ron Perlman does a voice. Like, yeah, it's... as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Oh man, I didn't know who Ron Perlman was when I was like whatever fifteen when this game came out." Fourteen. What was really um, rad about it was that like. When I was playing the Halo, like when you play on the Master Chief Collection, like a simple touch of one button. Someone pointed it out to me on Twitter. I didn't even know until someone said it on Twitter. It's one button on the controller, and it instantly flips between the classic graphics and then the the updated like remaster graphics. Oh, that's such a good idea because oh. then like one of the things when I whenever I've done like Photoshop or Illustrator work, people are always like, "Yeah, that looks good," and they kind of just like dismiss it, right? But then when you show your original like photo that you've then. Uh, doctored up or whatever and then compare it to what you've done people are like oh you did a lot of work to that like that's amazing like, yeah without that comparison people are like yeah it looks good especially if someone hasn't gone back and played halo 2 well, or any of the halo games since the original release yeah so they just like their memory of it parallels what the remastered is and then when you actually do the comparison you're like 
oh, I had an imagination when I was 12. <laughs> well, dude, and that's exactly what happened because like I have not played Halo 2 uh probably since like within a year after it came out like i remember playing the campaign a couple of times back in the day and then i didn't played it until this past like you know a month ago or whatever it was when i fired it up and uh, i played halo one and then i played halo two and the halo one campaign is like halo is great but the original campaign has not aged super well like there's a lot of points where you get lost and being in the library and it, it, sucks and, and it yeah, and it's pretty linear like i don't know i i found it wasn't like as exciting there was lots of lows in it right yeah i mean it's obviously uh, they're 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 planting the seeds and like making their foundation right i get it it's fine it's well, still a good and game even even the development of the game like it wasn't developed to be a game it was a development of uh graphics technology like their initial thing was they were developing uh uh like the company i think they were like it's similar to how um, pixar started they weren't necessarily going to be doing what they ended up doing and then kind of like branched out and like oh this is great actually let's do this and it just kind of evolved into oh i didn't know that um, i didn't know that I, I i might be misspeaking but i remember watching a documentary on halo and where it came from and it was like kind of um they were like a tech division of microsoft and then like bungie was a tech division of microsoft and that whole like the evolution of it is an interesting story i huh. might be misremembering it so they just accidentally created like one of the biggest franchises in gaming history like fuck yeah it. like a yeah, and like this whole universe of of like it's you know Super Mario biggest one of the if not the biggest uh, gaming franchise in history. Yeah, story and universe is fucking insane and has no like linear timeline or anything like that. Yeah, Halo has like a universe built behind it, similar to like I would compare it to like Dune, The Lord of the Rings, like the whole like Star Wars, uh, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, like the whole mega saga of it. Yeah, is, man is amazing and so thought out and it's like i said i think it's from a i'm uh, one of the listeners will correct me and be like this guy's a fucking idiot <laughs> people podcast. say that uh, people say that about me weekly so don't even worry about <laughs> people as i think some people only listen to the show to be like ah this guy's so dumb let's see what he says this week but like but i think it was like they were just developing the as like tech demos to see what chips could do and and see what the graphics cards were capable of and and then they were like oh these are really fun what we're doing and then they were like okay well let's make a story about it and then like i remember seeing some of the early uh, uh elites and it was just like <laughs> it was very different than right. what it is now well okay so but, hey, go go ahead no, no, I, go ahead. You're oh, leading. Sorry. No, it's, so I've said this on a few episodes lately, but when it's on the phone, we can't see each other. So we're so just everyone just fucking relax. We're going to step on you. We're going to interrupt each other a bunch. And that's just how it works. Um, it's funny because like the original Halo, like it's good. It's a good game. It's a great game. It, it built the Xbox. The Xbox would probably not exist today without the original Halo. Like that not, game. Not even saved, a little bit. No, that game saved that console. I bought it for Halo. Me too. Like I wasn't. Yeah. I was a PlayStation guy. Yeah. I fucking loved Final. Like I bought a PlayStation for Final Fantasy VII. Otherwise, I was a Nintendo guy. Like this is how, you know, how as the wind blows, I switch consoles. Now I'm a PC guy. So yeah, that just <laughs> no same but, dude. Uh, same. I bought it for Halo. I honestly like. I prefer the Xbox to the PS2, and it's because I bought my Xbox for Halo, and then just loved the system, and then it became like my. And the controller's more comfortable. Like, I like how that, even though it's bigger and bulkier, it uh, ergonomically felt better. My, you know, I don't know. I probably would play like six hours at a time. So yeah. My tiny little wrist would be complaining if it was a, the uh, PlayStation controller. <laughs> no, it was, it's a great system. And yeah, and th that game saved it. But like, for everything Halo did for Xbox, Halo 2, like, 
pumped Halo full of steroids and then spent like a hundred trillion dollars on marketing. And like the thing is, okay, I looked up the date because I wanted to confirm it because I was 90% sure I remember this. This game came out November 9th, 2004. When this game came out, you and I were working together. We were were working at TexCan in a warehouse. And I remember like you, me, Deacon, remember Scott Deacon? So, so many of our, I was talking to, I was talking to Brittany about him today and I I couldn't remember his freaking name. Deacon, (laughs) so many, I remember the hype dude. And so many of us that worked there bought this game the night it came out and then stayed up all night, like playing Halo, the campaign, like in Halo two. And like the main, like one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this, this game for episode 100 was just like, I, I mean, I guess Mario three was the last time before this that I remember a game getting the like insane like media advertising blow up marketing budget that Halo 2 got. Like this was such a monumental event. And everyone listening to this that was gaming at that point that was into Halo remembers the hype around Halo 2. It was so fucking big, Tyler. Like I just... And it takes me back to like a fun time where you couldn't buy it digitally. You had to go to the store at midnight, the midnight launches standing outside of like an EB games or a GameStop or a Walmart or something to get your copy of Halo 2 and go home and just play it all fucking night. Oh, oh yeah. It was so, so to put cool. It in, to put it in perspective, like I was partying a huge amount at After Hours Clubs and had like no interest in gaming whatsoever. And I got this game and was like, oh, no, I'm I'm getting back into gaming for this. Like, this is yeah. It's like I was a dirtbag at that time and didn't give a shit about anything except. And then this came out and was like, oh, OK, I remember I actually have a mistress before partying and it is video game. I, I honestly, I don't think there was a game prior to Halo 2 that I was more hyped to get my hands on. With the pop, maybe like a wrestling game on the Nintendo 64, like maybe like the No Mercy games, but like the hype around Halo 2, because we'd all played Halo 1 like over and over and over again. And I'm not even talking the multiplayer, just the campaign. Like who didn't at least- the campaign, hundreds and hundreds of times. Like I remember I played it with my buddy Matt Barrett. I played it with my buddy Thomas Jalbert. I played it with my buddy Ryan Zerbin. I played it with fucking Anthony Starling. I played it with every one of my buddies that I had in Mournville, every yeah. single one of them. And I played the campaign from start to finish with all of them. Over and it over and get, over. And, and yeah. It, it didn't get repetitive. It was so much fun. It was the first time like co-op really took off like that. And Halo two was the next level. Oh dude. Like having just ba- recently replayed the first two games, like I have been jonesing. Okay. And I'm just going to get it out of the way for the record. Uh, we are, we are going to go into some spoilers, uh, particularly about the ending of Halo two. So I guess if you haven't played it, I mean, it came out 16 years ago. Fucking go play it. But you've yeah. been warned because the ending of the game is a big deal and we are yeah. going to talk about it. So just you've, the you've been The Master Chief dies at the end. Master Chief uh, is actually Samus from Metroid's half-brother and he dies. Uh, yeah, half-brother half brother and the Doom guy's son. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yes. Uh, but no, we are going to spoil stuff. So just you've been warned. I mean, we spoil shit on the show all the time. That's why it's a retro gaming podcast. We do spoil stuff. But like, okay, so Halo was fun. But like Halo was like an encompassing story. And then it finished. And then it was over. And you and you stopped them. And you and, and that I was it. Like it prof- you, you killed the prophet. You blew up the ring. And that was it. You yeah. were the hero. And, then, and you, Cortana, and the sergeant... Uh, 
what is not what, what's the sergeant's name? I forget what the sergeant's name. He's in the Halo Two as well. Yeah, I don't remember either. I never remember any of their names. Dude. He's based after the dude from Alien Two. Yeah, like he's awesome. Um, but the three of you are the survivors, sole survivors of every ODST troop that was on the Halo ring in one. Right, you three survivors, and that was it. And so, like, and you really like from a from a creative story standpoint they could have never made another halo game and been fine and it would have had its legacy as the game that saved the xbox and it was fun and that was great but obviously like with the commercial success of the first halo they're like hey we should probably make another one of those right and oh, and you've got microsoft bankrolling it and it's on i mean i don't know if they bankrolled i don't exactly know how game development works but i'm 100 trillion percent sure that microsoft yeah. had a financial interest in halo 2 and the advertising budget and stuff that went behind it yeah they would have done distribution and advertising yeah that because would have been all microsoft because and then bungie would have paid their their development team okay yeah exactly because after the original halo like and i like the xbox but like Name five more original Xbox exclusives that were even moderately big. Like, there was Fable. Yeah, Fable. Oh, I forgot about Fable. Right? That was a great game. Like, Halo, like, that's the thing is, like, I was, I was, like, any of the games that weren't exclusives to the PS2, like, if they were on the PS2 and the Xbox, I was playing them on the Xbox. You know, stuff yeah. like some of the Tony Hawks, stuff like the X-Men Legends games, and, and things oh, like that. I was Tony Hawk on the Xbox? Yep. Yeah. That was my no preferred way. way to play it. Yeah, because I had music on my Xbox and then I could play it while I was playing uh, Tony mm. Hawk. Um, mm. ah, that makes sense. But then Changes when... my opinion about you a little bit. Oh, dude, I love the Xbox. <laughs> I love the original Xbox. But it didn't have a lot yeah. of big exclusives. And so there's no right. brainer that they're like, well, Halo's the game everyone knows Xbox for. There are people buying Xboxes just to play Halo. We're going right. to make That's- a sequel to it, of course. Yeah, um, um, were the were the Bioware games on Xbox exclusive? The uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, yeah, oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, played, Kotor. Yeah, that's what I played those on, and I loved them. And the original uh, Red Dead Redemption was on there. Yeah, the I, for- I forgot about Kotor. Yeah, I'm actually about to start a playthrough of that. For by the time this episode goes live, I'll have probably finished Kotor. So I hope I liked it because I've never played it. Oh, nice. Yeah. But but yeah, so Halo Two was a no brainer, and then like. All they really would have had to do is just clean up the original one and re-release it, and we all would have been like, yeah, fucking right, I'll buy Halo 2. But they went so... I don't remember ever playing a game that felt more like playing a movie than Halo 2, at least at the time. Like, Oh, absolutely. And and the voice actors they got were great. Like, the uh, Arbiter. Oh, I love Arbiter so much. It kind of so sounds like much. James Earl Jones. I don't think it was James Earl. One of the elites sounded like James Earl Jones. And as a kid, I was like, oh, that's the guy who voices Darth Vader. I don't think it actually was. I just had that moment. Yeah. Uh, wow. So that's this so, is a big game. And that's my favorite thing about Halo 2. In any form of media, I like it when you can, like when the good guy and the bad guy team up. Or when you can play as the bad guy. Do you know what I mean? Like Venom's my favorite oh, yeah. Spider-Man character because he's that anti-hero and he's the bad guy, but he's also a good guy. Like I like that in everything. In everything. Well, and what's great what's great in Halo 2 is is so like in, in Halo 1, it's like the Covenant are bad and the humans are good. And that's it's black and white. And then the good. yeah, and then the good flood is, is like bad. the enemy of both. Yeah, but yeah, it's good. Is, bad. The flood yeah. is just like inherently evil. Oh, flood for the is, record, like fuck the flood by the way yeah like i think most of most halo fans agree like fuck the flood but anyway i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you go ahead so then so then with halo 2 what they did was not humanized maybe is the wrong term since they're aliens but they created empathy with the 
uh, covenant because all of a sudden the dynamic of their entire like covenant of races uh, changes because now you understand that like the prophets are lying to the elites, the grunts, the jackals, the brutes are you know these megalomaniac, power hungry uh, uh, tribe of you know aliens who who are trying to you know like you create this whole dynamic power structure that you know historically people have seen throughout our entire history. So now this it goes from being this very two D story of good guys versus bad guys, bad guys are aliens, good guys are humans aliens you know basically pew pew first person shooter awesome and now you and now you have this like very dynamic storyline where they're fleshing out the entire universe i you know i kind of made the comparison because that one character is like a direct um directly influenced by the aliens to uh sergeant or whatever but like even the way the movies go the first movie is this horror movie of aliens where it's just survivors on a ship and then the second movie they flesh out this you know expansive universe just a little bit more it's the same with these halo games the second game they just so so go into detail about the universe and the dynamic of the bad guys which i loved like, yeah yeah dude because like go ahead and that's that's what makes a that's what makes great fiction like when you have uh good guys versus bad guys but you don't have a good you know story background for your bad guy and he's just the bad guy like that's why Darth Vader's a great bad guy because he yeah. was a good guy, and you you get to know his story and that he's the father of you know the good guy. Spoilers, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no, I get. spoiled in <laughs> spoiled in nineteen eighty two or whatever that yeah, movie yeah, came yeah. out. That's the best Simpsons episode. It like, is. That's the oh, what Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker as you walking through the lineup. Yeah. And every, oh! <laughs> Dude, every time I go to a hype movie, I'm nervous that someone walking out of the last showing is going to say something. It's like, it's like a big fraud and it's because of that scene. So, um, but no, you're right. Like the original Halo, like the opening scene of the original Halo is like the Covenant is like invading their ship and they go wake up Master Chief and they're like, yo man, we need you. Like we're in trouble here. Come on. But the opening scene to Halo 2 and I had forgotten all about it till I replayed it on the Master Chief collection and like the opening scene to Halo 2 is so fucking rad because on the human side, Master Chief and friends are like heroes and, and like in all of humanity's like, you guys saved us and it's it's like a parade and it's like two or three minutes of that and then like and it cuts out to like the covenant and one of the elite commanders which i don't think they ever name him i think his name is just ends up being arbiter because he becomes an arbiter yeah. but like yeah, yeah. one of the commanders and, of the covenant and he's one of their their most decorated like he's the general of their fleet like yeah. they mentioned several times like he has had a track record of being unparalleled success yeah but then you see him like basically getting turned on by like all of the covenant and he's being tortured and like stripped of his like rank and just because he lost he lost in the original halo and like yeah and they're and they're holy relic like the halo to them is this holy relic and the prophets are building it up like this this great journey into another existence which is like a veiled um um metaphor for killing everything but yeah. they they're 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 framing it in a way of this great like journey to everyone else. So that like already, if you're examining what they're saying, you're kind of going like, oh, these guys are lying. Yeah, to everyone. yeah. And everybody's getting caught up in the religious fervor of their grouped culture. Yeah, and you brought up a great point that it like it it human it, does, it humanizes them right away, where it goes from yeah. just like the generic bad guys that you're killing in the first one. Already in the second one, you feel a little bad for this. The the I'm just gonna call him Arbiter the rest of the way. You feel a little yeah. bad for the Arbiter because you're like, 
Well, the fucking poor guy did everything he could to win this fight and lost. And now you guys are like torturing him and you turn on him. And so like right away, you're like, oh, well, like you get to see it behind the curtains on the bad guys. And then, like you said, as the story goes on and you start to realize that like the high prophets, like the leaders of the covenant are like total bad guys. Like they're just pieces of shit. And then you get to start playing as Arbiter. Which oh, was like so good. I love that. Me too. I fucking forgot all about that. And then you, when you start going through chapters, and you go through a couple of chapters where you're where you're Master Chief and you're shooting stuff and you know doing the thing that he does where he's like a badass. But then you become Arbiter, where you can go invisible and you get one of those plasma swords, which I fucking love so much. And you yeah. and you get to start switching back and forth. And then eventually, the two of them get sucked. Like they end up in that fucking pit with that grave mind with that bad guy. That yeah. big mean thing. And then he basically like explains to the two of them, like, you guys have to, you guys are going to work together to stop this. And like, yeah, cause it, cause, cause he's basically the hive mind of the flood, right? Yeah. 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 He's, and he doesn't want anybody to activate the halo. Rings. He's basically like, listen, you guys have to stop this. Cause I don't want to be destroyed. Right. So it becomes like an enemy of enemy of enemy. Right. Because yeah. Okay. So just like, I can't imagine anyone just become best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's exactly what it is. Because, like, I can't imagine anyone listening to this doesn't know, but, like, the very long and short of it is the Flood eats everything. Like, the Covenant and, and humans and everything. Like, they're a total parasite. And so if they activate... Yeah, and, hey, go ahead. And, like, the, the Forerunners basically are this race from millions of years before, like, our, like the current iteration of the Halo universe right. who fought the Flood and created the halo rings to destroy the flood and in in doing so like destroyed all life in the universe yeah or in the galaxy i think yeah because the um, plan is if it destroys everything then the flood will die of starvation because there's nothing for them to eat and then they yeah and then they, they basically cataloged all the um, sentient life and then repopulated and like if you go deep dive into the story like humans were fighting the forerunners because we were fighting the flood and like being pushed back by the flood and so we were trying to like like the er, like early iteration of humans in this pre-universal wiping event right. we're like pushing and fighting the forerunners and the forerunners like were obliterating human race because and then eventually realized oh they were fighting these parasites and we were fighting them like it was this you know miscommunication i guess right and so so about two-thirds of the way through the game and we'll get into the game mechanics and stuff in a minute but like about two-thirds of the way through the game you basically end up seeing this like reluctant alliance between master chief and arbiter who is like the covenant's master chief and the two of them have basically teamed up because they realize they have to stop the the uh the high prophets who are like the the gods or whatever of the covenants from activating yeah, yeah. halo because and they, a lot and well yeah and, sorry to interrupt but and a lot of like the arbiter's uh story is discovering that like he's he sent to quell a rebellion of heretics right and that's yeah. the big thing it's like if you if you go against the prophet you're a heretic and yeah he was considered a heretic when he failed for the first, uh, the first Halo game. He was like right. a heretic for not saving the ring, and then he's sent to hunt another elite who is a heretic. But this other elite has realized that the prophets were lying to him, and so then the Arbiter starts to realize the truth slowly. Yeah, so he goes from like a disgraced, like failed former war hero to basically just like their bitch. Like he just, you know, he's like the Arbiter. Like title is just like he's going to die doing stupid missions for them. Then he starts yeah, extreme, to realize that like, extreme and they, they, you know, there's a reverence to the Arbiter title because it's like, yeah, we're sending you on suicide yeah, missions until you die. Yeah. Until you die. Yeah. But he's doing it because he's 
what else is there? Like he's disgraced. He has no choice. And then he starts to realize that these guys, like the people that are making him go on these suicide missions are even worse than master chief is. And then, Oh, and you know what? I forgot about this dude. There's a scene right near the beginning because the very, very beginning before they show Arbiter getting punished and everything like that, he's talking about, uh, the demon master chief. Cause they all call him the demon, which I love. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, at yeah, one yeah. point, not only would I have considered him or he's like, at one point I considered him my friend. And you're like, what? But then they never really explain why he says that. Then they go into like the events right oh, after the original Halo. That's in the remaster. Yeah. That's not in the original. Oh, okay. So it's in the remaster. So they tease that. And because I remember watching that. To, that's him talking to one of the new Spartans. Right. And he's like, at one point I yeah, would consider Demon my friend. And I was just yeah, like, yeah, what? Because yeah. I love it when bad guys and good guys team up. And so by the yeah, end yeah. of the game, that's what you're doing is it's Master Chief and Arbiter working together like these two badasses, almost like a really badass like buddy flick, like trying so, to stop the flood and the profits and the halo from going oh, like, yeah. oh, and it just, it's such an incredible cinematic experience. Like the first one, the storyline is there, but the story is not that great. The story is what it is. The second one, they just pumped it full of steroids and it lived up to the hype so perfectly because we were all so fucking jacked up from the insane advertising campaign they put out for halo 2 and we just wanted to play halo 2 and then you fired up and in the first five minutes you start to get all this crazy story and i remember just being like holy fuck i can't i gotta call in sick to work for the next two days so i can fucking finish this incredible (laughs) fucking game like it was just insane the warehouse we work at everybody is called in sick yeah because that's all we were doing was everyone was (laughs) everyone in the warehouse was talking about halo 2 like the campaign is so epic and and then, right at the end, you, you've, uh, I guess, spoilers. I've already Quit, warned you guys, spoilers. Cliffhanger um, ending. Oh, an insane cliffhanger ending. Cortana, the little robotic chick voice thingy that's always in Master Chief's head, is dealing... Who, 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 hold on, just like a side note. Microsoft has named their Siri, their AI program, Cortana. Oh, really? That's pretty rad. Yeah, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. That's fucking awesome. Um, or maybe I just named mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's like their little AI thing on the Microsoft platforms. So you like finish the game and then it shows the credits and everything. And then there's like a final scene where Gravemind, the fucking boss of the, the flood, mind of the flood yeah. is, is talking to somebody about needing the information or something. And then you find out that who he's talking to is Cortana. And you're like, what? So then it's like she's turned on humanity and the Arbiter and everything and she's working with this guy? And then, poof, and it ends. And I remember, like, and I'm sure all of us do, if you were able to avoid spoilers and you got to the end of Halo 2, you're like, this is the greatest day of my life. This is so insane. And then it's over. And it's like, by the way, if you want to know how this ends, you've got to buy Halo 3 and it's coming on the Xbox 360, so you've got to buy our new system if you want to play the second half of this fucking game. And, I, and like I don't think it came out for years. Like, years. Halo Three. Yeah. Like I, I was, I wasn't working at TechCan anymore. Like at the warehouse nope. anymore. I was working at a, a, a road construction company. And when it came out, I like I was not gonna buy the new system. I had started PC gaming a little bit. And uh, the guy, my supervisor, I was like, "Holy shit, dude! I will buy your old Xbox because they had the Red Ring of Death. I will buy your Xbox 360 from you. I need this game." Yeah. And like had to fix his Red Ring of Death. So that I could play the freaking game. Like it was just, you know, financial times were different. Then. It's insane. You got, and like, oh, and the thing about the it need. is like, then it wasn't like a, oh, I want this thing. It was like, I need to play Halo three. Like yeah. I need the core of my being 
needs to know what happened. Like I, I like I mean I bought it. I think the first game I bought for my Xbox 360 was Gears of War. But I if I didn't have one in time for Halo 3, I would have bought one for Halo 3. Like it was just so, like and, and, and I regret, I'd never I I didn't get it for Gears of War cuz I'd never played it and it was just the new title and I was like, "Eh, I don't know, PC's better." It was kind of like kind of had that like PC master race complex already. Yeah. And then uh then after getting Halo 3 and my my supervisor uh his his Xbox and going back and playing Gears of War I was like oh and like the online was kind of dead at that point Gears of War 2 was coming out soon yeah and I just immediately was like oh I messed up this game is so amazing I should have gotten this and like then became a console gamer again for years while balancing like a PC you know secret life <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, lo- I I could talk Gears of War for I fucking love those games I could talk those games for days uh, oh man, I'm playing Gears Five like mad right now. So good, um, mm-hmm. but like, so the point I'm trying to make with this cliffhanger ending is like, traditionally that would have really chapped my ass because I would have been like, "You motherfuckers, you took eighty dollars of my money, probably more," because I had the metal like collector's edition copy of the game. But like, you took yeah. all my money. I've been waiting for this game for months. You have blown smoke up my ass, getting me so fired up. I can't wait to play it. And now after twenty hours or whatever of this campaign, you're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you gotta wait for Halo 3. And I remember like being so angry but for like 10 minutes and then being like that's fucking what a game like and that should be that to me is the ultimate like tip of the hat to the quality of the campaign of halo 2 is that it ended on a cliffhanger ending where we all had to wait years and buy another system to finish it and nobody was mad because the game was so fucking good well, and then the, and like the follow up to Halo Three was as good. Like Halo Three was like, rad. I have been waiting yeah. to play Halo Three until you and I got this podcast done, so that I didn't get anything <laughs> mixed up as far as mechanics and stuff go. But like, good, good. you and I are recording this today. I'm going to finish Final Fantasy VII remake tonight or tomorrow, and then I'm hopping into Halo Three because I'm like, well, now I got to see how it ends because I don't remember how it fucking ends because it's been so long since I played it. They spoiler alert, they got rid of a Kimbo SMG. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking good. My, and again, all I, that t- was my favorite, favorite weapon platform, having those two little SMGs and just Yeah. And they and, got rid of it in Halo 3, and I was just like, I am betrayed. Because that's another thing was like all we've talked about is like the story, because the story is phenomenal, right? But the mm-hmm. gameplay, you guys, they took everything Halo did and made it so much better. And the first fucking okay, the best thing to me that they did in Halo 2 was gave you the ability to use those swords. Because I fucking yeah. love me a plasma sword. Any chance I have one, I got one. But You could use them in Halo 1, couldn't you? No. No. Just in multiplayer. Maybe Just in, multiplayer. in the deathmatch. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I don't see. Okay. I was going to bring that up. Like, um, I never played any of the multiplayer in these games. So, anyone, oh, like, did we'd you? We play in the neighbor. We'd, you know, neighborhood guys would come over. We'd play the split screen. Okay. It was awful. Like, yeah, I never played the multi. I was just a campaign guy. So, I'm just, listen, if you're listening to this and you're like, I remember playing Halo 2 on Xbox Live for like years of a time. Like, I'm sorry, you may not get a ton of love out of this. Like, I mean, unless but time- it wasn't, it wasn't there. Xbox Live wasn't what it is. Like, it was, I think it was hard to set that up. It existed, I, but it was, yeah. It existed, but it wasn't like, it wasn't mainstream. Like, no. I didn't know anybody who was playing it on Xbox. No, I, I bet you I, Halo. I bet you Halo 2 actually had a big role in making it more mainstream. I bet you it did. Oh, I, absolutely. I just, I just, I'm a single player guy. So the last time I played Halo 2 was at, I think it was at like Nintendo, like Ryan Lee. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Stag, stag party where we had like the two TVs, we had them linked so that, you know, it was like four versus four. Yeah. Um, and his younger brothers were playing it online and they yeah. were just dismantling all of us. Yeah, they were like, good. I thought I was good, and then I was like, "Oh, these these young guys are on another level. They play in like I'm a big fish in a small pond. They're like big fish in big pond, right? 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 
but yeah, like, um, so I don't know, maybe the sword worked in that then. Cause I, I do remember that this was like the, that the, you couldn't use the sword in Halo one. And it was such a huge deal because motherfuck, have we all been killed by that fucking sword? Yeah. So many and goddamn like the times. To it was the shotgun. Yeah. That, that was the only. Counter. Yeah. But then in Halo two, you could have a sword. And so any chance I had to throw a sword is like my backup weapon. I fucking yeah. did. Cause then you could bust it out and just go crazy, particularly as arbiter. Cause you could turn on the camouflage and go invisible. And then start hacking yeah. and slashing guys. But like another thing Halo 2 did that Halo 1 did was Halo 2 gave you the ability to dual wield weapons. Yeah, which was which a complete awesome. game changer because there like, are so the many dual- rad combos you could make. Oh yeah. Like, like uh, a needler with the plasma pistol. She charge up, drop their shield with the plasma pistol and yeah. then just rock them with a needler. Yeah. Yeah, it made the needler good. Because <laughs> like in the yeah. first one, I hated the fucking needler. But and you'd have to pick it up when you ran out of ammo. Yeah, be like, like God damn it. I don't want this gun. But in the second one, yeah, you throw a needler as like your second weapon, and like you said, drop a shield and then just fucking hammer a guy with it. It is awesome. And some yeah. of the assault rifles you get to use in this one, like you mentioned earlier, oh yeah, the weapons are the, so good. Yeah, the DMR was awesome. Like that three round burst and catching the headshot. Yes, oh, so good. Yes, and then the. uh the SMGs were my favorite though. Dual wielding SMGs was so much fun. And you like, could just hammer that, it. That, that first level in Johannesburg where you're like on earth and you're, the covenant is at earth. Yeah. I think that's the first level. And then you go up into the ship to return their bomb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't know if you're actually on earth. I don't know if they actually say that, but yeah, it's like, it looks like earth. Like, and you're in like, yeah, that, like you're in like a business building or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they do a great um, job with that level of just teaching you the two new like main rifles that like the humans use. And uh I've I've played through that first level a hundred times. I fucking love that level so much. Oh, it's so good. And then yeah, then you oh fuck. And then you chase their ship down and catch their like warp their warp portal just barely, and the whole city is just obliterated because they warped within the atmosphere. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, in the first Epic. hour, they have you. Like, they have you. And just, like, being able to dual-wheel weapons made it so much more fun. And there were so many more, or so many more weapons. And then you could come up with all these crazy different combos and stuff like that. Like, it really makes the first one seem boring. But frankly, yeah. like, the first one... And listen, I'm not shitting on the original Halo, because I like that game a lot. But the first well, one and, is And was is innovative boring. in that... Well, and it was innovative in that, like, there was no other first-person shooter that you could use vehicles. Like, the vehicle play in halo one and like carrying on in all of them was revolutionary because the other first person shooters if there was a vehicle it was janky like it wasn't it wasn't awesome to be rolling in a vehicle it was like a uh like a stupid gimmick for one level yeah yeah even in even in gears of war there was a vehicle level and it was gimmicky it was shitty yeah but halo like the vehicle stuff was just as good as the gameplay and it just gets better in halo 2 being ripping around ripping yeah ripping around in a warthog is always going to be fun but you're right. They made even it so ban- much better. Even a banshee stealing a banshee from oh. an elite. Yes, oh I forgot about that because you couldn't do that in the first one. That you could do in the second one, where you could like Grand Theft Auto style hop on their ship and like kick them out and take it. Yeah. That was so yeah. badass. It never got old. Oh. Never, never. And doing that in multiplayer. Yeah. Like if you were playing against someone and you did that to them holy cow were you the king yeah you were the king and it was hard because they could kill you when you got close right like you had to do it just right or you'd get fucked up 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh fuck, so man. Good. So many good memories. I fucking, I forgot how much I adore Halo 2 till I did this recent replay. And I was like, what a fucking great game. Everything Halo and, 1 did, it did it better. Everything. Well, and, and like, and I always go to, like, music is such a big part of gaming for me. And the Halo soundtrack, you can sit there and listen to it. I mean, it's a, like a little bit, I don't know. It's one of those ones. It's like the Legend of Zelda soundtrack, the Final Fantasy soundtrack. Yeah. It's iconic. When you hear that, oh, you know, the yeah. church, church like choir esque, you know, almost reverent music, yeah. it instantly is like, oh, Halo. I, Dude, I hear Halo. My go to like other people. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're right. My go to Halo song is that. Bum, 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 bum. And yeah, whenever yeah, you yeah. hear it, you can't help but just be like, oh, fuck yeah, let's fucking go. Like, just, you get so <laughs> fired up and you. Oh my god, I fucking love this game, and I oh, and I it just, just makes me it. think I of like it. that blah 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 blah. It makes me think of like getting in a warthog and someone jumping on the gunner seat. I'm always the driver. I love driving. Yeah, me too. And you gotta jump. Someone jumping in the gunner seat and just we just haul ass. Fuck man, I like I'm not a huge first person shooter guy. I Nintendo's my system of choice, as I've I've made abundantly clear over the last 99 plus episodes of this show. Halo 2 is it's special. It's a legitimately special game and not even I mean sure it's a great game. Um but it's the hype that was around it and the blockbuster advertising atmosphere that came with it coupled with the fact that it lived up to all the hype. Yeah, it delivered. That's Absolutely. the thing. Is like but like they could have just made a sequel like I say that was just more of the same and it would have been fine. But then they they obviously like swung for the fences. They were like, had they just done that? Had they just made Halo 2 like a rehash of the original Halo? I don't think the the franchise wouldn't be where like, I mean, an, some people argue the franchise is kind of a mess now, but the franchise would have never reached the heights it did. You know what I mean? If they had just kind of mailed it in and done more of the same. But the yeah. fact that they really took a chance and 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 jumped and, and swung for the fences on Halo 2 and literally hit it on every single possible level. And then through this insane marketing campaign behind it and had all of us freaking out about it is just, it's one of the biggest video games of all time. And then we haven't even talked about online because like I said, neither of us played a ton of online with it, but it has to have been instrumental in Xbox Live being the eventual force that it became. Has to be. So when, when people talk about like Xbox having uh, Xbox Live with their whatever, with games, that's the only game I ever hear talked about. I don't think any other game was online. No, for the Xbox. Like I think that was the only one. No, I, on the Wiki, I was looking at the Wikipedia page, and it said um, something about how it was like the most played game on Xbox Live. Here it is. Uh, unreleased Halo Two is the most popular video game on Xbox Live, holding that rank until the release of Gears of War on the Xbox 360, nearly two years later. So yeah, so if it was the only game on Xbox, no, so there must've been other ones. Has I, to I been, but, but the bottom line is like none were even, I mean, if what, the original halo built Xbox, halo two built Xbox live. Yeah. Like it's, 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 I don't think Sony has a franchise as important to it as halo was to Xbox. I guess maybe you could argue final fantasy seven to the original PlayStation. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, everybody. We had some technical difficulties there. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Xbox Live, uh, standalone. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was just going on a rant. We were saying like uh, Halo made Xbox, like basically saved Xbox, made it into a thing, right? Like the platform. Yeah. Halo 2 was the, the like thing that made Xbox Live 
a reality, made that dream a reality. And then we yeah. were saying, like, what this PlayStation Oh, that's has. right. Yeah, yeah. And so we were saying, like, Final Fantasy VII definitely made the PlayStation, like, a household thing. That yeah. everybody was like, oh, I have to get this game. I have to get this platform. Yeah. Have to, right? Need versus, like, want, right? Yeah. Other than, like, they don't have any, any long-lasting, big-reaching titles that have carried over into, like, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4 other than maybe like the uncharted series but those are single player games they're yeah. really good games really great stories yeah but it's not like a whole universe developed out of those they might make a movie but it's not you know something like halo has books uh lego lego sets you know toys uh you know it's, it's a whole like it's like star wars it's at you know it's an empire on that level yeah. it's an empire it's on that level of 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 huge right? yeah and and then and and the bottom line is that Empire wouldn't exist without Halo Two. Like they could no, have stopped not. with Halo. People bought their Xbox. Now what do we do? But instead, they doubled down on Halo Two. And I'm telling you right now, I can't even imagine. Like I would love to have been a fly on the wall for the meetings when they decided to have Halo Two end in this giant cliffhanger, and then we'll continue yeah. it on the next one on our next system. Like that's oh. fucking ballsy, man. That yeah. is fucking Bill, bold. Bill Gates was in that meeting, and they told him that, and he just instantly turned gray what? yeah and it, and it obviously worked because like it was yeah. i mean a lot of people like i remember playing halo 4 and just kind of like yeah and people think halo 5 isn't that good but halo at least that's my understanding but halo halo yeah, I, 2 I, and halo 3 are just so I important after halo 4 i'd like when the master chief was essentially done that's i was right but this is the peak. and like like huh like this is the peak though halo 2 and yeah. halo 3 are the fucking yeah, because I think you have to, they're like part one and two of each other. Like, I know Halo 1 is part one, but it can stand alone. Like any trilogy, like that's the trilogy. Yeah. Like that's to me, where. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like to me, Halo 2 is Xbox's Mario Brothers 3 and Halo 3 is Mar is Xbox's uh, Super Mario World. Like yeah, it's just. Yeah, that's a good. They're so important. And fuck, dude, like I just, I was so excited about this episode and I was like, I really hope that we could just get into, like just really express like the excitement that was fucking exist like because we all remember it i'm telling you I, I hope i fucking pray people that have listened to this episode have been taken back to 2004 and been like i fucking remember that i remember the excitement we all remember that case like that orange sky background behind hit master chief do you remember oh yeah or the collector's oh, edition yeah. that was that silver like tin case with the blue like the oh, yeah. o with the two in it like what a fucking time man God oh, yeah. damn it. It was the Halo O, the classic Halo O. And like, even like, man, I went chalking up the videos and cause like I said, I haven't gotten to play it yet. Cause fuck PC letting me down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> it's never let me down before, except my monitor crashed the other day and everything's falling apart on my PC and I need to build a new one. And that's the bane of PC gaming. Um, but like watching the videos and seeing the playthrough where this guy, like when the chief is on the ground and it's Johannesburg, I'm pretty sure. Um, that actually might be the where they're from in District Nine, but it's some like South African like city or something like that. I can't remember, but he, uh, it's like a desert city. I don't fucking know. I'm 35. I can't remember shit from yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he, the chief, like walks up and there's these two, uh, you know, USNC Marines and they're fucking like just the one's a sniper and they're getting dismantled. The one guy's kind of freaking out and the chief just walks up and there's a scarab. And him and the the sergeant walk up, and the two soldiers are just like, "Well, oh, I've never seen anything like it." I'm like, 
oh my god look and the tank is just firing plasma bolt after plasma bolt, just dismantling the city and getting to fight that thing was so exciting because it was bigger than anything you've seen like you've yeah. fought the tanks but you also in halo one you fought tanks like they're plasma tanks you fought them but you had scorpion tanks you had the equivalent you had everything the equivalent this was the first thing from the covenant you were like you don't have the equivalent. Like, how do you fight that? I mean, your tank is tiny compared to it. Yeah. And you, the chief, the chief is your equivalent. Like that's, it just built him up to be even bigger of a hero just because all- he's now, yeah, he's now blowing up their ships single-handedly. He's blowing up their big artillery scarab walkers. He is like unstoppable. Yeah. Just the ultimate just, badass. Yeah. Just living up to that hype. Right? But they, they also do a great job of making Arbiter his equal. Like he doesn't, maybe not as equal, but like at least like his, like his peer. You know what I mean? Like you don't feel like ah, oh, now I gotta go back to playing as the shitty alien. Like they make him no, come across I, as a I badass. Like, I like the arbiters, like the arbiters' uh, story more Me than too. the chief story because the Me chief too. story is 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 you know I I love feeling like a badass playing as the chief, right? But the chief story is like he's the chief, he's unstoppable. And the story, he's you know doom microsoft he's doom guy yeah, yeah he's, he's superman. superman he's doom guy he's the guy who's going to beat everything yeah don't worry the chief has it like like you said the cliffhanger ending where katana betrays him like that's where it's like oh, no the chief's weakness yeah Cortana's working with the flood she's his rock yeah no oh, it's so right? fucking good man it's like a stab to the heart because you're the chief is unstoppable as long as he has cortana yeah. she's his rock right yeah yeah yeah, she's his soul, yeah. And then he's gone. And then, yeah. oh yeah, and I just, you mentioned it once, but I, I meant to bring it up when you said it. You, there's a point where Chief goes to deal with the bomb. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the most Chief. badass line in video Chief game history. And he's like, where are you going? Yeah. He's like, I'm going to give the Covenant their bomb back or something like that. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, that's you're exactly like, it. What so a good. badass. And then he just kicks it off the edge and like holds on to it and flies through space. And, and going yeah, to the like ship. basically you know, halo drops, like upper atmosphere drops the bomb into their ship. Oh, oh, like gave you like, I got hard playing. (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) just, he's like, I'm going to give the, go to give them their bomb back. I was like, you're such a boss. Fuck me. That's called a nerd boner. Uh, Oh man. Just just so you know. So fucking good, Tyler. I, um, this has been a long episode. I think I'm, I, I'm spent. Um, before yeah. we score this thing just quickly I was looking at some scores off Wikipedia for this game like just to remind you guys 95 9 out of 10 10 out of 10 94 5 out of 5 98 like just it's one of the most critically acclaimed video games of all time and even if you don't like Halo and I know there are people out there that don't play or like Halo that's fine but like I'm telling you guys right now when it comes to online gaming and and the blockbuster releases that we get for games today and stuff Halo 2 is is to those things what Mario Brothers is to home video games like Halo 2 yeah. was a huge deal it has to be with the possible exception of Halo 1 the most important game in Microsoft history like in Xbox's history is Halo 2 yeah. has to be yeah. Absolutely. And it, and it wasn't an oversaturated thing at the time. Like, you know, with Call of Duty, every every year there was two studios making Call of Duty games and every year a Call of Duty game was coming out. Yeah. Like that, the, the, as good as those games were for a first person shooter, the market was saturated. There was so much Call of Duty. Right. And they were huge, but it didn't have the the gravity of Halo because you didn't get a Halo every year. So the Halo you got, Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, you played those games so fucking much yeah. the storyline yeah like i i don't think i've only played like 
two and I'm gonna get shit on for this. I've only played like two Call of Duty games start to finish. I've never, I, I've never played one. So fucking yell at us. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah. Fucking but yell. The, mo- the first Modern Warfare, like the one Modern Warfare one and Modern Warfare two, have a really good storyline. But it's not, it's not epic to the level of Halo. Like it's, it's like it's just a whole nother, uh, I think. But I'm a sci-fi nerd too. So. Right. No, you these know, they're I'm, fucking great, man. God damn it. I fucking. <laughs> I love Halo. I love Halo Two. I never think to put it on my favorite games of all time list. And after replaying it, and now after having this conversation, I'm like, you know what? It's a contender at least, anyways, because it's just it took over, took over the world for a little while. And if anybody's like on the fence about picking up the remastered, the Master Chief Collection, and checking out the remastered, seriously, you can go on YouTube. You can watch like a playthrough from the original Halo Two or even the cinematics from the original Halo 2, and then watch the new one, and like the remastered, and it is so, it looks so good. Like, I'm hyped. I'm like mad that it didn't come in my Master Chief, that it's coming soon in my Master Chief collection after seeing that, because I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, if you have have an Xbox, I'm telling you guys, it's worth the, you get three months of Game Pass for a dollar, pay the dollar just to play the Master Chief collection. You can probably skip Halo 1 even. Like, I I, I mean, it's fun, but I would say like, if you're only going to play one or like, well, I mean, if you play Halo 2, you're going to play Halo 3, but like play spoiler, them. Spoiler alert, Halo 1, they release the flood, they blow up the ring, Master Chief goes home with the sergeant and Cortana. Yeah. And you run around yeah. in a circular hallway fighting the flood for about three hours and it gets old. Yeah. It fucking gets really and you, old. And the the last, uh, the last boss, not boss, but the last section of the game where you're doing the Warthog escape, that's fun. It's, like it, that's a staple in the Halo series. Having yeah. the like, ring blowing up behind you yeah the getaway with the music playing and everything oh it's so good so good yeah i don't know what to score this out of you know what it's episode 100 so we'll go back we'll go vintage we'll go back to this the scale out of 100 on a scale of 1 to 100 what would you score uh halo 2 tyler i'm giving it a perfect 100 i my memories of it are like like i said i haven't played it since uh that that uh, i think it was his his uh, stag party or something i remember that because i was there too because we shaved his eyebrows yeah, <laughs> we but... shaved his eyebrows and, <laughs> and then he had to get married with his like with his head shaved and his eyebrows gone or something we got in a lot of trouble but yeah i remember playing it there too um so that's the last time i played it but just looking at the videos and everything and my memories of it and i played it hundreds and hundreds of times uh i just it, like i love the halo series i love the whole franchise the music's there the the gameplay was smooth uh you know it it defined like first person shooters on consoles for how you moved how like the first halo was halo combat evolved they should have named halo 2 combat evolved like it was yeah so 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 smooth for what was out at the time for shooters for anything like compared to doom doom it's so jerky you know um at that time like it just was it felt like you were there mm-hmm. uh everything everything about it 10 you empathize with the bad guys. They flushed out the story. Like it's a hundred out of a hundred. Yeah, it is. Like you guys know that I don't give perfect scores because of the Super Mario World, but like ninety nine out of a hundred. And the 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 point against it is that it's not Super Mario World. It's so good. <laughs> like it's like that's his point against it is that it's not it's not my favorite game of all time. But it's 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 a perfect game. It's perfect shooter. The campaign is rad. It's gorgeous. It's ah, oh, it's, it's gripping story. It's 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 important to the history of gaming. And, uh, yeah. right around, I would say about episode 80, I started thinking about what game we we're going to cover on episode hundred. And then I, when I, as soon as I started replaying Halo two, I'm like, this is the game. I remember this. I remember how important this, ah, oh, I fucking love this game. Tyler, 
Fuck yeah, buddy. Good job. Thank you for doing this. That was fucking good stuff. Halo 2 is the shit. Yep. And uh, if, I'm telling you guys, if you haven't played the game, and Tyler, you can vouch for this, literally just look up the giving the, the their bomb back scene because it's so awesome. It's so awesome. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, good stuff. Like, like, like I said, and great voice actors. Like You can see Ron Perlman in his glory days when nobody knew who the fuck he was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, play it. Fucking there's just no excuse. Play it. Just play it, play it, play it, play it, play it. You got to play it. You probably already have played it, but play it again because you don't remember how awesome it is. Play it. Good stuff, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Done. Me inside your head now. How much time was left? You don't want to know. Cairo, this is an emberclad. The carrier shield is down. I'm in position and ready for immediate assault. Negative, Commander. Not against a ship that size. Not on your own. Sir, permission to leave the station. For what purpose, Master Chief? To give the Covenant back their bomb. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Tyler, thank you for coming over and talking Halo. I guess you didn't come over. You called me. Tyler, thank you for calling me and talking Halo 2 with me. And like I've already said about 850 times, thank you so much to every single one of you nerds out there that have listened, supported, Patreon, pledged, Twittered, shared, whatever you've done to fucking spread the word of Remember the Game. You guys are awesome. I wouldn't be doing this without the support. I would have quit a long time ago. But as long as you guys are going to keep listening, I'm going to keep yelling. We are going to make this the biggest retro gaming podcast in the world. I have no doubt in my mind. Thanks a lot, you guys. You're the fucking best. I'll be back on Sunday with Expansion Pass where I rank every game we have ever talked about here on the show. You can get that in over 25 bonus episodes if you go to patreon.com slash rememberthegame for only $2 a month. There's your plug. And I'll be back next week as we kick off off the new era with episode 101 of remember the game you guys are the best thanks for listening my name is adam blank and i'll talk to you on a few days cheers